Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast presented by Triune Outreach Ministry, founders prophet Aaron Miller and evangelist Rashonda Miller. Triune Outreach Ministry was created to connect the church with the community to grow spiritually, mentally, and physically for the sole purpose of kingdom building. It is our prayer that this broadcast not only enlightens and grows you, but also transforms and strengthens you. If you have any special prayer requests, please comment, message, or email Ministry at gmail.com. To sow into this ministry, cash app, dollar sign, triune outreach. Again, thank you for tuning in today. Be blessed. Gracious and eternal Father, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Father God, for another Sunday morning, Father God. Father, I'm asking that everybody's tuned in, Father the God, that you bless them, Father God. Remove any restriction or hindrances from their mind in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I'm asking you to use me, use me as your vessel, Father God, as I, I declare your word and preach your word, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Good morning. Good morning, Facebook. Good morning. This morning, the topic of our discussion this morning will be back to the foundation. Back to the foundation. The reason why I, I picked this particular topic is because the foundation is, is, is so important. This is the, the application that the Holy Spirit gave me. Compared to a building, it says the strength of a building lies in its foundation. I want you to hear me. The strength of a building lies in its foundation. The main purpose of the foundation is to hold the structure above it and keep it upright. I'm going to say that again. The strength of a building lies in its foundation. The main purpose of the foundation is to hold the structure above it to keep it upright. Well-built foundations keep the occupants of the building safe during calamities of hurricanes, earthquakes, floods, and strong winds. Now, this was, was revelatory to me because the Holy Spirit gave me this basis on the foundation how it applied in the physical aspect as well as the the spiritual aspect it said the strength of a building lies in its foundation and in the body of christ where's our where's our foundation what kind of foundation do we have where where are we putting our belief system where are we where are we uh, 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 putting our hopes where are we putting our prayers where are we 
putting all of our understanding in where what kind of foundation are we putting it in it says the main purpose of the foundation is to hold the structure above it and keep it upright I tell you this morning that depending on the foundation determines how high you can go I can't have a building that's one story that's based off of that foundation and try to expand on that foundation, uh, try to expand because the foundation won't be able to hold it. So it all starts with the foundation. See, too many times we have built ourselves up on the wrong foundation and when th things tend to fall and crumble, we want to wonder why. It says the right foundation keeps things upright. So if I have the right foundation, I can be upright and right standing. Even though the winds and the earthquakes and the floods and everything that the world might throw, because my foundation is strong, I can stand upright. But here, we have to go back to the foundation. Because it seems in this, in this time and, and season, man is becoming wise in his own way. Man is becoming wise in his own way and is forgetting the foundation that he used to stand upon and he's moving off of the foundation and trying to set up his own foundation, following his own way and following his own flesh, which all leads for everything that you built on that false foundation to crumble. Let's go to Joshua 1 and 8. Joshua 1 and 8. <laughs> Back to the foundation. It says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. We, we, we might be wondering what book are, are we talking about? We're talking about the word of God. The instruction manual for our life. We're talking about the instruction manual for our life. But see, so many times it comes with the problem that we have in this, in this generation and the problem we have in this world that we fail to follow instructions. We fail to follow instructions. So if we go back to the foundation where the word of God lies, but yet, we have the foundation, but don't follow the instructions. We still in error because it's specific instructions that are get us. It says, "Then, then you will be prosperous and successful if you follow the instruction of the law." Let's go on to Psalms one, two, and three. It says, "But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on His law day and night?" That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. 
Whatever they do prospers. That's two scriptures talking about the law of God. The principles of God. In this book, you will find instructions. And then if you listen to the instructions, then you will be prosperous and successful. So many times, we get things that need to get put together. We look at, especially we get a big box and we see all the pieces that need to be put together. And then we, we open the instruction booklet and we see what it's supposed to turn out and what it's supposed to be. And then we say, oh, I got it. I could do it on my own. But what happens when we try to do it on our own, pieces are missing. And then when we have it standing, it's not standing the way it's supposed to be. And then it looks like it's not, it's not strong. It's, it's unstable because what we did, we left some pieces out and we missed the instructions. So therefore, it's not stable. It can't be strong. It doesn't have a good foundation. Or sometimes when, when we follow the instructions and we almost to the end, we take shortcuts. Huh. We take shortcuts. I, I see it now. So I don't have to follow the instructions anymore because I see what, what is formulating it. So I see it now. So you throw the instructions aside and think you could do it on your own. That's when you, you mess up. See, we can't have shortcuts. We can't have shortcuts cuts in our Christian walk. We have to follow the instructions. And if you don't know, if you read the word of God, our God is a stickler for instructions, following instructions. If you don't remember the prophets of the old, how they had to follow instructions, precise instructions, and not waver from them. But see, to follow instructions, you have to have discipline. So therefore, if we don't, follow instructions. Therefore, we don't have the discipline. So even if we go back to the foundation, we read the instructions, but we don't follow the instructions because we don't have enough discipline to listen. So where are we missing it? Where, where are we missing it in the body of Christ? The simple thing is, we have to Go back to the foundation. Read the instructions. Follow the instructions. Sometimes those instructions that you may get may go against your flesh, which is supposed to. It might go against the flesh. It, it, it might put you in a situation that you don't feel favor. It might put you in a situation to where the flesh is used to doing one thing, but you're getting the instructions to do something else. But that's what the word of God. They're supposed to do conviction and correction. Conviction and correction. But in this world, mankind has fallen away from the foundation. I tell you this this morning to be transparent with you that man has an agenda for you. And God has an agenda for you. What agenda are you going to submit to? Hmm. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. 
God has an agenda for your life. And man has an agenda for your life. So which one are you going to submit under? For me in my house, I'm going to submit under the, the mighty hand of God. Because man can't do anything for me. Man does not have any power. Man cannot heal my body. Man cannot do anything for me. But see, it's God. It's God. And, and it's true that, that the Father uses people. The Holy Spirit uses people. But that's by the power of the Holy Spirit. The scripture says in Jeremiah 17, 5 and 6, it says, This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. The Lord is saying, oh, you're going to trust in man or you're going to trust in me? Whose report are you going to believe? We're in a day and age to where we have to get closer to the Father. We have to get closer to the Holy Spirit and spend time with the Holy Spirit. But we have to go back to our foundation. Our foundation is in the Word of God. It says that in the Word of God, it says that if you follow the laws, if you, if you follow my precepts, then, then you will be prosperous and successful. Only then. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be given unto you. Do not be like the Gentiles who seek after these things. Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Not man's. Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you. So you ask the question, how can we, we seek the kingdom of God? We seek the kingdom of God by reading his word. You see, when we seek the kingdom of God, we place ourselves on a different government than the world is. See, when we talk about the kingdom of God, we're talking about God's government. We're talking about God's sovereign rulership. See, the objective of the church is to bring the kingdom of God to earth, on earth as it already is in heaven. Heaven is already established. So we say, when we say the prayer, the church is supposed to bring the kingdom of God down to earth. Now how can we do that? By enforcing the principles of the word of God. This is how the church and the body of Christ is progressive. And that's how they can thrust forward. That's how we can thrust forward if we implement the word of God in our life. It makes no use just to read the word of God and not take heart to it because the word of God is life in flesh. It becomes flesh. See, when things become flesh, you speak things out and, and what the Holy Spirit does, he manifests it in your life. The word said all spiritual blessings are given unto you, but there's certain things we have to do to bring those physical, those spiritual blessings into manifestation. And how we bring those spiritual blessings into manifestation, we have to declare and decree the word of God. Job 22 and 28 says, if you declare a thing, it shall be established in your life. What are you declaring and decreeing? See, the Lord wants to hear his word back to him. You declare and decree God's word. 
and watch how the word becomes flesh. See, we can't worry about the body of Christ. We cannot worry about what man is doing. See, man has his own agenda. Man has his own agenda for your life. Man is doing things out of selfish motives. That's what man is doing. But see, with God's vision for your life, God has a vision to prosper you, have you in good health, to give you an expected end. That's what God wants for you. That's what Jesus wants for you. You think, you think Jesus came down here on earth, delivered the sick, raised the dead, set those, uh, uh, from, uh, set those from captivity, cast out devils, expanded the kingdom of God, and then was crucified. Just so you could listen to man and what man says? He was showing you the kingdom of God. He taught you about the kingdom of God. It's in his word. Jesus is saying, follow me. Follow me. Follow the things that I've given you. I've given my life for you for the atonement of your sins. I've shown you that I love you. I've shown you that I'm here for you. What, what much more do I have to show you? What more do I have? Much more do I have to give? I've, I've given my life for the atonement of your sins. I didn't condemn you for what you did, but I forgave you. I've shown you mercy. So why can't you follow my instructions? Why can't you follow my instructions? I've laid the foundation for you. I've laid the foundation for you. I can see if you didn't have a foundation to where you were scattered in the wilderness with nowhere to turn, but I've given you my word and I've given you instructions to prosper you. I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. But yet, you listen to what man says instead of what Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the Father, says. Trust me, the Holy Spirit says. Jesus said, trust me. Trust me. Spend time with me. Then I'll show you what I'll be able to do for your life. My hand is out to you. My hand is out to you. I'm asking you to come and reach for me. Come walk to me. Whatever situation you're in, be like Peter. Jesus said, come to me. Even though it looked like Peter couldn't make it, Peter had the boldness to say, I'm coming to you, Jesus. I'm coming. See, we want that walking on water experience. We want that walking on water experience but the thing about it is it's symbolic it's symbolic on what, what, what Jesus could do for you what Jesus could do for your life when he says come to me come to me Jesus said all my sheep hear my voice if you're that one, if you're that one this morning, where you hear, you hear the voice of the Father saying, come to me. All you have to do is believe in your heart. 
<laughs> believe in your heart. See, when you believe something in your heart, you it's your understanding. Your understanding. See, see, when you believe something in your heart, see what's in your heart, you confess out your mouth. That's why you said this says, if you believe in your heart and you confess through your mouth that Jesus is Lord. He came to this earth and died and, and rose again and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. If you believe, then you will be saved. Your soul will be saved. But it doesn't stop there. Jesus said, learn of me. Learn of me. And the only way you can learn of Jesus is through his word. His walks and the things that he went through. The word said Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Yes, Jesus suffered also before he went on the cross. It said Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Sometimes we all have to learn obedience by the things that we suffer. But I tell you, this morning, trust in him. I tell you this morning, believe on him. I tell you this morning, he's a way maker. I tell you this morning, I tell you, he could break through every situation that you, I don't care what kind of situation you're in right now. Jesus can get you through it. Sometimes you have to throw your hands up and say, Lord, I just don't know. See when you say you don't know. <laughs> When you say you don't know, the Holy Spirit has full autonomy and, and full control because I just took myself out of it. I say, Lord, I don't know. I don't know which move to make. Lord, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to turn. Can you help me? I need your Holy Spirit. That's when you humble yourself. And when you get instructions, even if it go, goes against your flesh, which nine times a ten it will. Even your flesh is fighting and say, don't do it. Your flesh is saying, no, don't go that way. Your flesh is saying, don't do that. Don't, your life is going to change. Don't do, you'll never be able to do the things that you do. Psh, the devil is a liar. But this is what you say. At your word, nevertheless. Nevertheless, I come to your father. Nevertheless, I humble myself under your mighty hand. Nevertheless. Jesus said, come back to your foundation. Some of us grew up and we know the word of God. But we decided to go in another direction. For whatever reason, it doesn't matter what reason you went the other direction. But the Lord is saying, come back to your foundation. Come back to your foundation. So you can get instruction from me. So I can prosper you. See, prosperity is not all about money. Prosperity is about your health. Prosperity is about emotional health. Prosperity is about mental health. Prosperity is about uh, uh, wellness and holistic wellness over your life. Prosperity just doesn't mean money. Because there's a lot of people with money that are miserable. But the kind of prosperity the Lord can give you. Well, you enjoy your prosperity. You enjoy the wealth that he's given you with your family. You enjoy the health that he's given you. 
not saying that you're not going to have any difficulties. I'm not going to say that the enemy is not going to come against you. But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. It's all on you. It's all on you what you're going to do. Life is about a choice. Life is about a choice. Jesus said, are you going to choose life? Or are you going to choose death? Which one are you going to choose? Gracious and eternal Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your bountiful blessings. Thank you for your mercy, your grace, your deliverance, and your favor. Thank you for the word, Father God, that went forth or to your people in the name of Jesus, Father God. Let your word change minds and change, change hearts, Father God. Do not let your word fall on deaf ears, Father God. Let everybody who's tuned in right now, Father God, let it be a transformation in their mind. Let it be a transformation in their heart. Let it, I speak transformation in the name of Jesus. Everybody that's watching right now in the name of Jesus is going through a transformation and I declare and decree transformation over your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father God. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your deliverance and your faith. Father God we'll stand on your foundation. We stand on your foundation and we will listen to your instructions and we will be disciplined in your word. In Christ Jesus mighty name. Amen. Praise be to God. Praise God. For those of you who have sowed and those of you who have are sowing, I speak Matthew 10 and 41 over your life. The word says, he who receives a prophet as a prophet receives a, a prophet's reward. I speak wisdom. I speak understanding. I speak increase over your life. In Christ Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Make room for you. I will prepare for two so you don't.